You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. (laughs) That's my face. It's a face on a shirt. And you can also have my face on your shirt. This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm Brock, and this is also Brock. I'm full Brock. He's full Brock. You You know... You can get these t-shirts for $13 starting Wednesday today. It's Wednesday, Brock. I don't know if you know that. It's Wednesday today for $13. (laughs) TeePublic, fantastic site. The stuff you can buy on that place. And we're not even sponsored by them, I don't think. (laughs) Wow, we sell merch there. Perfect. I I spend so many hours on TeePublic just perusing things, dropping things in my... Oh, and it's... Is it Halloween already? It's our Halloween episode. I completely forgot. Uh-oh, I, put a <laughs> I know. I know. It's our Halloween episode. So, do you want to redo this, Brock? <laughs> do you want me to go put my Chewbacca costume on? Yes. <laughs> no, let's keep going. All right, we're going to keep going. I'll edit that out, maybe. Oh, no, I dropped the pumpkin. Pumpkin's alive. Whatever, it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. $13. Happy Halloween. $13 on TeePublic. You can get all of the merch you want on sale. This is the 139th episode of the Rebel Scum Podcast. My name is James. That is, like we said earlier, that's Brock. 139 of these suckers. And people continue to come back. Why? What's wrong with you? (laughs) There is a... A lot wrong. Brock, since the last time we spoke, we have gotten tickets for Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. We are seeing it on a matinee showing three weeks after its release. Does 7 o'clock count as a matinee? No. It does sound fancy. Matinees end at 4 o'clock p.m., I believe. Mm. I believe anything after 4 is no longer a matinee. At least that's what they used to do when they charged you matinee prices. But I don't think matinee prices are a thing anymore either. I don't think so. I went to go see Anchorman Part 2 um, years ago. And I was like, and I went with uh, Rob McDonald, Darth Ward. And I was like, let's go in the afternoon so it's cheaper. And I went and it was seventeen ninety nine. And I said, <laughs> why is this seventeen ninety nine? It's yeah. 2 in the afternoon. Because uh, apparently matinee prices don't exist, at least not for movies with the quality of Anchorman 2. Cruise control. <laughs> Last, last, too fast of yours. Too, oh my god, that's amazing. Last Monday, you were you meant to join Andrew Fantasia and myself on the live stream, or as yes. we called it the never ending live stream, but you got a little caught up. A little busy at work. It's amazing. All these trailers, I didn't watch it at work. I actually didn't see the trailer until like hours later. Um, because I was just at uh, the work, my work day just exploded uh and i had to be a, a parent like if it makes people feel better i didn't eat all at all that day <laughs> so, if i didn't eat i'm not gonna watch a star wars trailer till much 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 later but it's amazing how all these trailers i've been at work yeah. like we haven't watched either one together because <laughs> i'm always doing my job and like all my colleagues are watching me lose my mind while the trailer comes up we were- james yeah. We haven't talked about this. What a fantastic trip. Uh, okay, I wanted to talk to you about it because I thought it was a thrilling, awesome trailer. I loved every second of it. I thought it was exactly what I wanted. It didn't give me, mm-hmm. didn't give me any information 
as to no. spoilers. Like Josh during the live stream, Josh from the Dead Nerds called me, <laughs> and he goes, "James, mm-hmm. he was doing a live stream as well." And he said, "Will we see Anakin Skywalker?" I happily said no. Well, I was reluctant because I kind of feared we would. And I was talking to another friend, Austin, and he was like, I don't know if I want to watch the trailer. You have to tell me afterwards if it's got too many spoilers in it. And that was a fear. That was a genuine fear that I had. And I was so happy that they kept all that from, if if any of that's in the movie, but they kept everything from us. They just like, what it told me was this is going to be a fun adventure flick about, you know, in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I... Just the visuals of, of of all the starships and oh, I think visually it's going to be amazing. Like the Star Destroyer in the... Now, I haven't really done a deep dive on it. It looks like an iceberg or a floating chunk of ice. Yeah. Is that in space or is that in water? And then, of course, there's a Star Destroyer inside it, right? I, here's the thing. I, I haven't... I know you have the same as me. I haven't looked at any leaks or spoilers. So I'm sure like someone like Josh knows the answer to that. <laughs> I, I don't know the answer to it because I haven't because I want to go in fresh and, and uninformed with all of this. Now, for me, what it looks like is it looks like a planet. I'm going with that as a planet. Mm-hmm. They're flying towards a planet. Because how often do you see that many TIE fighters in a planet going towards something? So yeah, my, yeah. my thought is that is the coolest looking planet we've ever gotten in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. um, it, and I'm really excited to see it. And, but you haven't, you haven't read the Aftermath trilogy yet. No. So I was talking to Andrew about this. It looks like they're they're going to tie it. It looks like it will finally tie into that trilogy, which is what we've kind of been thinking and hoping. And and yeah. finally, it looks like it's coming to. Free. I could be wrong. I don't know, but that's what it looks like. So, what were your thoughts on that trailer? Oh, it was fantastic. You're totally right. And someone actually said that to me this week. It's like it didn't tell us anything. I'm like, yeah, it's a Star Wars trailer. Why would it want to ruin anything, especially? After people were so disappointed with Last Jedi, um, visually awesome. Um, like the scene near the end where you're seeing they're on what are the horses called again? Arbo- Arbons? Arbons? Uh, Ar- Arbox. 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 Sorry, Arbons. <laughs> Arbons is something. Arbox. I was, I was wondering. It's like yeah, Jerry Arbox from Law and Order. <laughs> uh, that the group of them riding on it. I think I read something recently. That Rose needed to learn how to ride a horse, so yeah. I'm, she's in that group as well as with the uh, Jana and Finn. Uh, I had to rewatch it twice. I'm like, what are they? What are they running on? And I'm like, it's the top of a star destroyer. Yeah. yeah, star destroyer. So that says to me that they're definitely gonna like attack some kind of uh, space depot that's on the Earth. So like, or on on a planet. So like. The Star Destroyer is taking off because how else would they be alive? <laughs> uh, but yeah, all that stuff is just so good. I don't remember. Did we see any uh, Zori in it? Yes. So not like close up, or they don't zero in on her, but she is beside Poe and Finn and Ray when they ask three PO what's up. Oh, um, yeah. by the way, side Akbar, they showed a condensed version of the trailer during Grey's Anatomy this week. And Aaron was watching Grey's Anatomy and she pauses. She goes, James, the trailer. <laughs> and so I, I walked over because she's watching it on PVR. So she played it and it was condensed and it was a little bit out of order. Same shots, though. Nothing new. A little bit out of order. And it, though, towards the end is when 3P goes, take it one last look at my friends. And Aaron just goes, no, stop. 
she just, like the, the first time she saw the trailer, I said she was really sick Monday. But the first time yeah. she saw the trailer, I said, "By the way, you're gonna you might cry." She's like, "No, I'm not." I'm like, "Aaron." She goes, "It's Star Wars. I'm not gonna cry." So yeah. I show it, and then she's like pouting and almost near tears. And then the second time when she like grazing at me, she's like, "No, just take it away." I can't do it. So, I, I you know I've heard people complain. I got to ask you about this, Brock. I've heard people complain because he says that line, mm-hmm. and I think they purposely cut the R two. But he says that three PO says that line to Poe, Finn, Ray, and Zori Bliss. One character we haven't even met yet. Three mm-hmm. characters he's barely spent a lick of screen time with, save maybe Poe. I you know, but do, do you think that scene still hits properly? Or my my opinion on that scene right from the get go was. And it wasn't necessarily him saying it to those people on screen, because I think it's more about his memories is what he's saying goodbye to. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah, there's that's. I mean, I'm sure C. Dupio would get along with the the new cast, but like, yeah, like because it is an out of place sort of term for mm-hmm. C for three Po. Like he doesn't really say friends. I think he has a fondness for the star star wars group but like you know he always you know refers to them as master luke or you know Mr. Leia. i think Mr. Leia, or princess leia usually or like master solo or whatever like it's even though he's not a slave per se they really push that i they i mean that just sort of something from the original trilogy uh but like yeah it's when i saw that i was like oh lucasfilm how do you get me every time (laughs) like it was so good, and like, I love that they they put Babu Frick in there. Yeah. That was so smart because they they've shown him, they showed him in the toy, they showed a picture, and they're like, "This will be our thing," and people will lose their mind for Babu Frick, and then we'll hit him with something else like a second later. Hmm. Like, uh, it was great. Uh, but yeah, no, I love that idea because like for a robot or a droid, yeah, he his, gets his memory erased. That, that makes a lot of sense. But he had it in a race in Revenge of the Sith. There's something bigger at play here. And here's, here's the thing. People are like, D- didn't have that moment, the oomph moment. It's like, what? No, no, no. Well, it, it doesn't have the Dark Ray moment or Ray spinning over a TIE fighter or. Oh, yeah, fair. Stuff from the, or Kylo Ren knocking somebody out surrounded by red. But it has 3PO saying that line, and that line is, and yeah. it's, and the trailer kind of stops at that, like it stops dead in its tracks at that moment. It's all like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and then 3PO, what's up? And it gets very emotional, and it doesn't matter if he's saying it to Poe, Finn, Luke, Leia, uh, R2, Padme. It doesn't matter who he's saying it to. He's saying it, and that is a punch in the gut to the fans watching that this is the end. These characters that you've watched for 40 years, yeah, goodbye. We're moving on. Feige's bringing in his Brie Larson Ahsoka, and that's <laughs> – just joking. But that's – like, this is it. This is it. There's no going back. This it all – the buck stops here. That's what that moment is. And everybody complained that it doesn't have that big punch. Everyone is talking about the three, C-3PO moment. I can't believe I'm going to say this again and it's like, what's wrong with you? Are you? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was great. Uh, Maybe I was tired too, but like, it just, everything about it looked awesome. And maybe, uh, no matter, everyone listening to this podcast or watching on YouTube, here's just something you're going to need to know about me. I like Star Wars. So, like, and I've already come to terms that there might be a point where there's a Star Wars I don't like. 
But I'm just going to like all Star Wars. I read all the Marvel, most of the Marvel comics. They're not all that great. Some are very good. Some are bad. Like I will always so like my opinion is maybe slightly moot because I'm just like that's fantastic. But like yeah, okay, it doesn't have a cool effect. But like I don't know, visually everything in it. I, I keep pushing this like. I, I wish I had screen grabs. We're like, look at this, look at that. Like, that's so great. And it doesn't have to have anything hidden in it. It's just like, wow, that looks awesome. I'm trying to even remember. Even like, they keep going back to it with Leia and Ray, and it's just like, so many emotions. <laughs> well, here's a I question actually, for you. Sorry to yeah. cut you off. Here's a question no, for you. They keep going back to to Leia and Ray. And I thought that I was thinking about that today. But they, and look, obviously Carrie Fisher passed away. But they they really only show us a shot of her kind of looking like a general and then her hugging Ray. There's no other shots of Leia that we've seen at all. Yeah, her yeah, presence yeah. has been felt, but that's it. Do you think there's a chance that maybe she's like Leia's dead from the beginning of this film or dies really, really early on? I don't know, but that's the vibe I constantly get and like and it's based on nothing. It's based on well, like real effect, uh, events. Like Carrie Fisher has passed away. So in my head, Leia has passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, because there's time has passed between Last Jedi and this one, right? So I don't know. I don't know. I I hope they do it right. I, I it's really hard to say. Oh, and we get our first look at uh, uh, at uh, Dominic Monaghan. Dominic. Yeah. 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 And that was great. We see Rose in like a cool outfit, and apparently, like she's saying, her her role is a lot bigger in this one. Uh, and then uh, uh, Lieutenant Connix is back there too, so it's like it's cool. Uh, did you see? There's like comparisons of uh, this new Emperor's throne room is based on concept art yep. originally, and so like that's cool. <laughs> Someone point, I think I sent it to you though. It's like the Death Star explodes. It's like a lava ball or whatever, like a nuclear explosion goes off in the Death Star, and yet the throne room is practically recognizable in the scene they're like yeah how does that work yeah uh the scene where you see or the scene the, the part of the trailer where you see uh ray and kylo smashing something black what do you think that was or i don't know maybe the internet's already solved it but i kept looking at it, i was like is that vader like maybe this is some kind of force yeah. That's so, uh, I, yeah, I was thinking that's some kind of Vader thing as well. So, like I said, we're not looking at any of the spoilers. However, uh, months and months and months ago, I did look at leaks and spoilers because I felt, you know, we were early on out enough that nothing drastic's going to come up. And one thing that I think was making Star Wars broke, um, and look, this might not even be in the film, I have no idea, is the um, Force fighting. Do you remember the Force? Yeah, like they're jumping from place to place yeah like, and i get I, I part of me thought of that when i saw that scene that came in my mind i tried to forget about that stuff because i don't still don't like thinking yeah. about things like that, and i'm like oh, i regret it but that came to my head when i'm thinking because why would they be there and why are they smashing it are they smashing it or are they fighting each other and that just happens to be in the way of them mm. i think they're smashing something um it reminds me very much of of, of like a vader statue which it could that could be playing in the, both of their minds. Like we have to shatter this. She's also, if you see in that scene, she's holding a dagger. Oh, I didn't notice that. Her so her right hand, I think it's her right hand swings, and her left hand, so she or her whatever she swings, and her other hand has a dagger in it. Oh, cool. Um, really cool. Uh, I was thinking like a Vader statue because we know the mask's coming back. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing though, I think for the trailer that's definitely like a red herring is when you're hearing uh, the Emperor's voice, Ian McKellen, or McCallum, whatever, uh, where he's saying something, it's like, McDermott? <laughs> yeah, that's it, McDermott. <laughs> Ian McKellen is... Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but you hear, it's the voiceover part where it's like, finally you... Or I, I'm gonna hack me up. But like the way it's said, it's like, at last you've come together. Yes. Something... But, like, the wording is, like, it's almost like he's talking like Yoda. And I'm like, no, no, that was cut up, I think. That's, I said the exact same thing. I think that's two separate clips. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think he's saying you coming together is your undoing are two separate clips. I think it's a good, I don't think it needs to be deleted from the the trailer. But I'm like, that's that's a fake out. That's a fake out. (laughs) I completely agree with you. I'm really excited to see the Emperor if we do see him. You think we're going to see him? I think so. I mean... I think we have to. Yeah. I mean... I don't want to base it all like, well, you made Ian McDermott come out <laughs> at Celebration. You got to make him do something. And you know? and he said he was in it. Like, he said we're flat out in it. You know, like, he wasn't BSing us, I don't think. I mean, he might have been. What do I know? Uh, I got to I gotta bring up a point right now about the sequel trilogy. Because uh, now we've seen three trailers. We haven't seen this movie. But this is from um, uh, Ron uh, on Twitter, at Kirkanos. Kirkanos, mm-hmm. maybe? Yeah. Uh, it's strange that I not thought of this earlier, but what is the overarching, overarching thing that the sequel trilogy is about? Hmm. Right? And I think that's one thing that when people look at it, they're... As of right now, as of October, whatever it is, 30th, 29th, 28th, whatever it is, that is something that that weighs on people heavily is why, what is the purpose of this trilogy? Why do I continue to come back? My argument to that is I don't know right now. I mean, you could argue Ray and Kyle. I don't understand. But the original trilogy, really, what was the whole point of that? Oh, Vader's Luke's yeah. father, Han is in Kryptonite. Right now, we yeah. The Last Jedi didn't leave us with with these questions. I feel like the the theme that goes through it is that they didn't solve anything. You know what I mean? Like they vanquished the Empire and they started the New Republic, but then the New Republic starts to crumble to the point that Leia leaves and starts the Resistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, Luke goes to start a new Jedi Order and he fails. And, uh, you know, Han and Leia try to have this marriage and a, and a family and it fails. It's, it's just like our main... It's almost like the sins of the father. Now we're they're they're dealing with it now so it's sort of i feel like hopefully and this i think would fit with last jedi because that's where we get that that like the luke part of it where it's like i tried i failed the whole and and and, and in a sense it goes back to the prequels as well where it's like this is what the jedi thought was right but this is they brought their own demise around because of this that's why like luke just gives up on the force so, like, I feel like hopefully Rise of Skywalker will 
find that solution to find some balance that we need. I mean, I know that that I think that's the the mm-hmm. <laughs> overarching theme of all the movies is finding balance in the galaxy, finding your place in the galaxy. And it would make sense that then the title would mean the rise of Skywalker was sort of this it's the era of the rise this, this era of movies, this era of time in the galaxy is the rise of Skywalker is where we're like, "Oh, we were doing it this way and then we screwed up and it was wrong, but both sides were wrong." And the final act is rectifying and now we move on to something different in the next movies the next things i think that that could be a way i think that's satisfying it is like will we get that in the movies i don't know <laughs> here's, a, here's the thing so at star wars celebration uh jj abrams said uh when two sides have to team up to defeat something greater stephen Colbert mm. was like what is it we obviously find out that it's shvp mm. so kylo right now we see them they're fighting they're fighting they're fighting she's like nobody knows who i am and he's like i do so we see that yeah and obviously Palpatine is the big bad in this. Kylo Ren might not know the, who Palpatine is. And we find, we're finding out more information about the Knights of Ren. I'm sure you're excited about this comic book that's coming out in January. That yeah. really dives down into that. I'm excited for that as well. I think a lot of people are. And I think that really Actually, is what... Yeah. Right, so Kylo Ren, that comes out like the week of... The first issue comes out, I believe, the first week of the movie. I think the big one for Knights of Ren is in January, though. The number two? I think so. Because yeah. I think I saw it was Charles Soule, right? I'm pretty sure he yeah. threw out January. Yeah, that cover that we've been sending back and forth with uh, Luke and Kylo, that's actually issue number two. Yes, so that's... That seems to be like, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. so that, yeah, that would be January. So that's, because, yeah. yeah, so he tweeted January, so you would know more than I do on everything else because yeah. you follow that stuff. Uh, yeah. You've got to be excited for this comic, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so am I. But the synopsis raised so many more questions. About everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it made me question The Last Jedi even more. Mm. And I'm really curious how they're going to do it because it really, now for me, this is where I am right now, October 30th, Brock. This is where I stand on this. Mm. My opinion might change by October 30th. But right now, when we're recording this for October 30th, my opinion is Kylo Ren discovers a lie that he was told much like Luke says the Jedi were told the Jedi were deceived by a lie Kylo Ren was deceived by a lie through the from the Knights of Ren and Snoke I think Snoke appoints Luke Skywalker the head of the master of the Knights of Ren I think that is a false BS knightship that Snoke gives to kylo to kind of trick kylo into trusting him more because it says the only person that kylo can trust after this thing with luke is snoke yeah and the knights of ren already exist prior to that and maybe they are snoke's henchmen or something and he's like oh you are their master you're stronger than them you're their master so i'm thinking it's something like that but somewhere in this movie kylo ren sees that palpatine is a big bad the knights of ren might be in bed with shvp i don't know kylo ren has to then turn on the knights of ren turn on palpatine Mm. Turn back to the good side for the greater good of the universe. Yeah. He, he discovers that the dark side was not his path, his destiny the whole time. It's actually the, the light side. And he has to turn yeah. back to that. And of course he dies. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it ends with him dead. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a bummer because Adam driver is such a great actor. So it'd be great to follow him further into something, but what you going to do? Uh, yeah, no, I don't like that. I, you know, I just, 
I don't know. I think I think it will make sense all around. Um, because you know, yeah, Empire. You find out Luke is Vader's father. But then you know, Return of the Jedi. You get a better sense of like the family lineage when you when they tell you Leia is his sister, and you're like, oh wow, this is crazy. Like it, even though. Yoda says, no, there's another in Empire, correct? I'm mm-hmm. correct. Yeah, yeah. he's leaving Dagobah to go to Cloud City. It's like you don't get the full answer. It, I think things don't come full circle till you get Return of the Jedi, even though it's not we could argue it's not as dramatic as Empire, but like, whatever. Like, it's it works. Uh, so, I think you can't really rate the story till you get the full story. I don't know. I'm you gotta keep in mind, we got different directors, we got different writers on these things, so it's like, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I trust Lucasfilm knows what they're doing, and these trailers alone, that was a great, that's a great question. Like, who was that from again? That was from Ron on Twitter, at Kirkinos. Yeah, awesome question, yeah. Ron. I was like, yeah, what is it? I think, and I think, I think Ron has been really let down by the sequel trilogy. Um, okay, but I think he genuinely wants to enjoy what's coming. Yeah, of he's just trying to finding. I think he feels lost. I could be. I don't want to speak out of turn for him, obviously, but that's how yeah. I feel. I think he's actually been lost because he's commented a few times on here, and why not? so I'm, I'm curious to hear what he says to the, these comments because I think we're gonna. I think we are going to find out mm-hmm. in the Rise of Skywalker what was going on, and I think it'll. Everything is going to come. Uh, to a head to fruition we're going to discover yeah. it all and everything's going to make sense we're going to see that the the last jedi was for many a necessary evil but it was a necessary film to get us to where we are not just in the sequel trilogy but in the entire skywalker saga as a whole yeah that's what yeah I mean. uh yeah i can agree with that oh i love star wars did you know that i love star wars <laughs> I, w- I wasn't i wasn't told that but starting uh friday november 1st Right here, Rebel Scum Podcast, we have Journey to the Rise of Skywalker beginning. We are going to slaughter everybody with with uh, content on the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> so, yeah, Brock, we're going to have to talk because we have to do a lot of scheduling. And your schedule is very, <laughs> it's very light, very light. But we've got, I've, we've got a lot of, uh, I'm really excited because we've got a lot of cool guests lined up. Yeah. So, Brock, you should quit your job. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but we have we do have some we have a lot of cool guests lined up we've got a lot of cool things lined up coming out uh if you want like the full the full experience our full journey to the rise of skywalker experience you got to get over to patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast we got videos coming out of the wazoo over there andrew fantasia's already sent me his goodwill hunting for next month month on mandalore uh, which has nothing to do with the rise of skywalker but his next one is all about SheVP, and that's going to be exciting. So let's go over to Andrew Fantasia to tell you guys about Patreon. Hello, scumbags. It's me. It's Andrew. I'm wearing this shirt with Star Wars stained glass windows on it because I need to tell you guys what you're missing out on if you're not following us on Patreon yet. That's right. Patreon supporters are getting a whole buttload of exclusive content. And when I say buttload, I mean juicy Jennifer Lopez butt. Okay. Yes, you can watch us on YouTube, you can listen to us on your podcast networks, and you will be getting a whole lot of wonderful, wonderful stuff. But that's not the whole shebang. You can come on down to Patreon, join one of our four tiers, and get a whole lot more content. And yes, the bang is definitely worth your buck. 
So what are these tiers? What are you looking at here? Financially speaking, what are we giving you, our loyal and very good looking supporters? Well, our first tier is $1. That is the clone tier. And that gets you early access to all of our videos. It gets you the 1313 Rebel Scum podcast and you get cloning around the official Clone Wars show on our channel. That's right, it's finally happening. We mean it this time. Cloning around is going to be real. We promise. Our $2 tier is called Imperial. and that one, you get everything from tier one, plus Rebel Scum Detours, Never Tell Me the Odds, and my own little show, Good Will Hunting. That's all in the $2 Imperial tier. The $3 tier is called Partisan, and it is so stacked that I can't even remember everything that's in it, so I have to hold up my phone and read it off like this. Okay, so in the $3 Partisan tier, you get everything I mentioned before in the other tiers, plus audio access to The Fan Awakens, a memoir written by Mr. James Ruzile himself, Star Wars Fandom, a new piece of content coming in 2020, January 2020, Vote of No Confidence, a monthly show which will be returning in December, and you'll be able to send in your topics, your Never Tell Me the Odds, and your top fives to be discussed on the show itself. Once again, that was the $3 partisan tier, but if you want to go the full Monty here, if you're tired of just the piddly little ones and you just want to go all in, you're in it to win it, you want the $10 Rebel Scum tier. It has everything the other tiers have. Plus, you can appear on Unleashed, Never Tell Me the Odds, Outlander Club, or the main show itself. Also, you could be a contestant on our Star Wars trivia show, Duel of the Fates, where I tend to lose a lot to Rob. But them's the breaks. You can even argue your case on Vote of No Confidence. There's so much you can do in the $10 Rebel Scum tier. You are one of us. You are a Rebel Scumbag, which means you are coming on the show, giving your two cents, and fighting the good fight. Just like Finn, and he's kind of a big deal. Those are our Patreon tier scumbags. Be sure to support us there. And for those of you who do support us there, we cannot thank you enough. We're so grateful for all of you, for all of our fans, for everything you have done with us, sticking by us through thick, through thin. Mostly when I'm involved, it's the thin parts. I'm sorry. But be sure to hop onto Patreon, join one of our tiers, and become a rebel scumbag through and through. Back to you guys. And that's no thank you. To, oh, hold, hold on. My mic just like exploded with levels. And that's okay. And that's no thank you to Andrew Fantasia for ruining the podcast with his Patreon tears. Boo. Patreon tears are similar to crocodile tears. <laughs> uh, guys, go to uh, pot. Go to something, 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 dot something, dot com. Go to patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast and help support us right here. We got some really cool stuff coming in the next couple of months and beyond. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And just for $1, for just $1. Yeah. $1. That's less yeah. than a cup of coffee. <laughs> we should get Sarah, McLa- Sarah McLaughlin to like, like play a song over next time we do that with like, with images of like, dogs like sad dogs i will remember wouldn't you like to help a podcaster like us (laughs) (laughs) it would be awesome all right so anyway patreon.com slash rebel scout podcast thanks everybody for their support that is on there uh really means a lot to us and uh we're looking forward to the the future of of star wars rise of skywalker brock before we get to never tell me the odds give me your final thoughts on the trailer oh just you know what Stunning. While Andrew was talking, I rewatched the trailer, and it's just 
it's it's everything we need. I don't care what people can. If you want to argue me, come on the show and we'll talk about this. Because everybody knows I want to talk about Star Wars constantly. It's a great. It's a great trailer. It's kind of neat how like the voiceovers. We didn't even talk about that. Like the voiceovers are like the main cast. You don't. We don't really yeah. get that a lot. I mean, it's just probably them talking. It's actual dialogue, but uh, like. I'm really excited to see where Ray's character goes. You know, it's like nobody knows me, and then of course, like <laughs> Kylo Ren's like, "I know you." I'm like, "Get out of here! You're an abusive boyfriend. You need to get out of here." Ben Demption, a boo Demption. Ouch. Well, uh, <laughs> like it just looks, it looks so great. Like just, I think they could show us a solid hour of just space battle, and I'd be psyched. Absolutely, I can't wait for the movie. One thing, it sounds like Luke is back to like the optimistic Luke. Like he he learned his lesson in Last Jedi. He's like, no, thousand generations live in you now. Who's he talking to? I don't know. Yeah. You, you, do you get the sense that when Ray's training, like Leia's, tr- or yeah, when Ray's training, Leia's there training her, but Luke is also by her side, maybe. Yeah, I I can see that. Yeah. I'm curious, honestly, if Leia's like a force ghost. Well, though, if you've seen the poster, uh, Carrie Fisher's name is. Number one on the poster. Mm. She gets top billing, which I'm curious to see if that's how it plays out in the movie. I really hope it is because mm. uh, I find that cool because if you you know this. It said, you know, it was, episode seven was Harrison Ford's. Eight was Mark Hamill's. Nine was Carrie Fisher's. She, you know, tragically passed away, unfortunately passed away. And, mm. um, and, and if they found a way to still make this hers. And you know what? I don't need her to be in the entire movie, but if. If the weight of Princess Leia, of General Leia, is felt from beginning to end, I think that's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> what if she is 3PO? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm so excited. I'm excited for Knights of Ren. We're, they, they haven't been shown. No. Uh, it's in Ven- like Vanity Fair is really the only time we've ever seen them. Yeah. Really. There is speculation that in the first trailer, Kylo Ren is killing a Knight of Ren. Maybe I don't I don't know I, that's not confirmed though you know the figures are out we did that thirteen thirteen for Patreon where we tried to put the figures there's a new uh, vintage series uh, Night of Ren or no a black series Night of Ren coming and it's a different one from the vintage uh, mm-hmm. series so that's coming so they are slowly trying them out which I'm kind of excited about I hope by Christmas though all that seventy five percent of uh, Toys that Hasbro's been holding back with holding yeah. holding from us. They like December twentieth, knock the shelves because you know when we go to see it. When I see it with like with my nephew, he might yeah. be like, "Oh my god, I really want to get that Night of Ren toy." And he, you know, I'm like, "Okay, there's a Toys R Us next to the theater. Let's go." And if it's not there, yeah, for a child, you might have just lost your moment. You might have lost it. So I hope by the time this movie hits shelves, we can go in and we can get those figures. Yeah, there's no reason for it to not be that way. Like, though I know they, uh, what's this? Uh, companies that make like just anything, you know, they like the idea of like it's it's hard to get. So it's like they like the idea that people are like, oh, I gotta get it now. Like, I, I think they'll uh, whatever. I, I hate it, but like it is how it, it is how it is. Fine, then. Sarah. But uh, December twentieth, uh, all toys in the shelves. It's quadruple force Friday. Do yeah. that then. I don't just don't make me wait till June to get a night of Ren because my nephew's not going to care by then. Yeah, you know, exactly. he's not going to care. I will say this though: I love the Elite series. I love going and collecting them. I didn't do it for the Last Jedi. The only one I have is um, this Praetorian Guard behind me. That's the yeah. only Last Jedi one I have. I was unemployed. But if they did Knights of Ren in diecast, 
yeah, I'd be yeah. writing checks to Disney. Just well, one thing that would be smart. I don't know if they do this in the states, but like at Cineplex here, which is basically our only movie theaters in Canada, when you go to the the food <laughs> the food stand, <laughs> the what do you call that? Where you can buy popcorn. Concession stand. Concessions. Thank you. They have in the last year put. Uh, uh, racks just as you're standing in line of merchandise. There's yes. a lot of pops. There's there's always like a lot of pokeballs, Brock. A lot of pokeballs. Fine, that would be a perfect place to sell Star Wars merchandise yes. and just keep them fully stocked. Will they do that? Uh, probably not. Oh no, but I'll get a BB-8 cup topper. Probably not this time. I didn't get them for Last Jedi. I learned my lesson, Kylo Ren. But you know what I mean? Like that's all they care about. It's like just shove this stuff down my face, and I will spend the money on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yes. Knights of Red. They look cool. Um, All right, hold on. I got to find this graphic here. Bam, ready for the odds? Never tell me the... Never tell me the... uh, These odds are brought to us by Patreon. Patreon. For all our fun friends that like to give us the cash money. Yeah, uh, yeah, like Andrew said, there's a lot of cool tiers. Check out patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast uh, to learn how you can help support the rebel scum podcast. And that way we can get working microphones. And Andrew <laughs> won't sound like he's in a tin can all the time. Oh, uh, that does. Uh, we tried to fix that. <laughs> we tried and he broke it. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, send me this and I'll sound better. I'm like, Andrew, <laughs> just stop talking to the kid. Okay, our Patreons. Are Heidi Fetter, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Christine, Allison, Mary, Kristen, Athen, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, JRB Nerdcast, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Josh Price, Mason Hope, Matt W, Tony Comstock, Charlotte, FP, and Denim Nerds. Hi, Josh. I'm sorry, the, the leaky nerds. We'll call them the leaky nerds. Oh, so I, did a, I, just, I did a live stream with him last week, and we did no leaks. No spoilers, no leaks. And he was like, I'm confused. I'm like, you better be. <laughs> what do I talk about? Yeah, well. He's, uh, he did. Uh, so I was. it was funny because when we were talking before, before the live stream, I was like, so what happens with this character? Don't tell me. And to his credit, he didn't tell me anything because I was like, I just want to watch the movie now. <laughs> that's the thing with leaks though is they're so tempting do you know what i mean it's like the apple in the garden of eden you're just like mm. it's pandora's box though once you open it it's open like there's no going back you don't know what you're getting so you know sometimes just it's better just to wait less than two months yeah less than two months till the end of the skywalker saga less than a, almost like, like two weeks till we get uh disney yeah. Plus. 12 days 12 days. days yeah 13 uh, days, something like that, yeah. Canada, we can't even sign up for it yet. We're just on waiting list. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I, the, the good news is, Brock, is I don't think it's going to sell out. No, you you're can't. Gonna, <laughs> you're going to be fine. You're going to get it. I heard, though, I have heard rumors that The Mandalorian, uh, there are different times that it will be debuting, depending really? on the time zone. I believe we are at the 7 a.m. I think some people after us are like 12 a.m., like right away. That's what I think. I could be wrong, but that's what I've heard. So I don't know. I think you know this, but the, the Mandalorian, uh, November twelfth, fifteenth, twenty second. Then the next following, and then it's so it's Fridays continuously until December eighteenth. 
when the second last episode drops. And then the very last episode, the season one finale, is on Friday, December 27th. <laughs> Remember when seasons were like full month, like, like longer than one month? <laughs> yeah, this is so it's only on for November, like, ha- like most of November and all of December, and then and then it's gone. And then, like, the, it's weird because the Rise of Skywalker gone, Mandalorian gone. All right, then you wait February. We got Clone Wars. Okay, we're good. Mm. But then after Clone Wars, yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi's not shooting until the summer, and it's only six episodes. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just be rewatching Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> oh, dude, I can't wait. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Our odds today: Patreon.com/slash Rebelscum Podcast. Odds the si- the odds of Leia dying before the adventure begins. Um, I don't want it to be happening, but I'm gonna go like sixty five percent because I'm sort of I'm not sure where they're gonna go with it. You know what I mean? Ugh. How cool would it be if it said if if it started with Luke Skywalker and his sister Leia have died? Opening yeah. crawl. They, it's almost and not to, I don't want to hark on the last Jedi but wouldn't it have yep. been kind of very poetic had Luke and Leia died at the exact same time like they were born twins and they died twi- like you know what I mean like that kind of poetic but anyway that's I think I think the crawl might start off with Luke Skywalker has died the kind of mirror Luke has vanished mm-hmm. um, and it's like hark Luke is dead <laughs> war war uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go 67% um, yeah, I think so too. I think you got to It sounds crass, but you got to get her out of there. You have yeah. to, and I think if she passes away, that gives you the weight, and that gives you that finale feeling right away. You're like, okay, anybody could go at any time now. Who's next? Yeah. And also, I think Poe's wearing like a black thing on his arm because mm-hmm. Leia died, and I think oh. and I think Rose stays back to kind of like take over in kind of right. her position. I could be wrong. Um, and the odds of Leia training Ray without Luke. Leia trains Ray how to use the Force. Yeah, I think she's going to be some kind of like advisor of some sort. So I'm going to go 55%. Not exactly full Brock, but I think it could work. I, I keep saying that every time I see it, I think they're in like some kind of Force dream or like she's a Force ghost and they ha- she's in like some. Like, I feel like. It's like Ray's entered some like forced dimension where she can talk to Leia, so I could see it somehow. Like she's definitely pointing her in the, a direction she needs to go. So I think we're gonna go eighty-one point seven. I just, yeah, I think you know you're gonna. I think if Carrie Fisher was still alive, this might go differently. But when you're saying goodbye to not just a character but the actress that played her, I think you you give her something epic and yeah. rad and i think training ray the mary sue of skywalker you get you get the the baddest bitch in the galaxy training a quote-unquote mary sue <laughs> that shuts everybody up and that's like the most ultimate respect move i think so yeah i don't yeah. i look i i'm saying that i don't think ray, i never said raise a mary sue that's not what i believe i'm just saying we're getting the training scene obviously that's what uh they're they're doing there because Oh, whatever. And the odds of... I'm going to make this one up on the spot, Brock. <laughs> the odds of Shivp Palpatine and Luke Skywalker 
having a lightsaber duel. Ooh. I'm going to go... Mm, lightsaber duel. I don't know. I think they, they should have a fight, but I don't know if it would be lightsabers. I feel like because they're, if they're... Well, we don't know what... I'm assuming he's a force ghost, but I don't know. Uh, but uh, battle, uh, I'm going to go... 75%. Whoa! <laughs> I dropped my microphone. I'm sorry. I was excited. I said, no! Brock, you're wrong. <laughs> 75%. I think ba- for a battle, though. Toe-to-toe, yeah. Uh, uh, that would be cool. I, you know, I, don't know. I don't think they're going to battle at all. Oh, wow. I don't think we're going to get... My, I, I, sh- I don't know. I could be wrong. But I, I kind of hope Luke has a re- very reserved role in this. And I know everyone's like... Bruh, bruh. And one thing that irked me about the trailer was people are like, how come Luke's not in the trailer? I want to see Luke. Maybe he's not even in the movie. Maybe it's just his voice in the movie. We don't know. You can't... I remember when the Force Awakens trailer came out. Well, when when they're on the, the, the snowy planet... Luke should have come out with his green lightsaber. But that's not in the movie. You can't have something happen in the trailer that's not in the movie. So we don't know what Luke's role is in the movie. They're keeping that from us because we know he's in it because we've heard his voice. And and Mark Hamill's name is on the thing. Let us find out if he's a force ghost or not when we watch the movie. We don't need to know in a trailer. Let's find out then. Maybe he's hanging out with his dad. Maybe Luke and Anakin are hanging out as force ghosts with Yoda and Obi-Wan. And they're just chilling, drinking some blue milk. Going to go get some power converters. Just like, we don't know. It could be awesome. <laughs> um, I I wonder where like not is. I'm gonna go eleven point seven on a duel. I'm doing a lot of sevens today. Seven. I I just think I don't think a lightsaber. But I think it'd be really cool. Um, if they did have if they if they brought Palpatine's lightsaber into it. Um, but I don't think it's gonna happen. And I don't think Luke is gonna wield his saber at all either. Wow. All right, Brock, you ready for the news? Let's do it. Uh, By the way, before we get to the news, yeah, Ryan Johnson's trilogy is still on. Go to the news! <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so, Mandalorian is quickly approaching. We will be able to see this show in its full glory very soon. Uh, it was uh, announced, I believe, that there will be a new type of TIE Fighter in The Mandalorian. It's going to be called the Outland TIE Fighter. I believe they are already selling shirts for it. It looks kind of, The design of the shirt is pretty cool. Uh, just so look up Outland TIE Fighter. I forget what website they were selling it on, but it's cool. Um, it is a little different from usual TIE Fighter design. It actually looks quite like the, the X-Wing because the... The wings are further out. Um, it has a standard body or pod shared by most TIE variants, but it is two parallel wings that have been folded out to become twin sets of V-shaped wings. It has been given four feet, presumably to assist with landings, and the in and uh, it it has a nearly identical look to a ship in the ILM portfolio from concept art for Force Awakens. So we know Star Wars; they like to reuse those ideas, like. Uh, the Macquarie uh, concept art has like been used pretty much to full extent. I mean, Rebels is mostly his concept art. Um, so yeah, it's going to be kind of funky looking. Apparently, there it's uh, uh, definitely two pilots are in it, uh, but it's kind of cool. Check it out. Thought it'd be neat. I mean, what would <laughs> if it? It can't be Star Wars if there's some kind of variation of ship or stormtrooper helmet. <laughs> 
Uh, and uh, recently, Anthony Daniels did an interview where he admitted he was initially assault, insulted, I almost said assaulted, insulted when creator George Lucas approached him with an offer to portray the C-3PO character. And, and back then, it was just a small budget movie. Uh, he said that, where is the quote here? My 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 agent made me go, and here I am today. Oh, no, that's not right. Sorry. It's odd because I didn't want the interview with George Lucas. I was insulted to be offered the part or to discuss the part of a robot in a low-budget science fiction film. My agent made me go, and here I am today. I'm now a heritage player. I have to get this right because I keep calling... They keep calling us heirloom players, which I'm told is a type of vegetable or tomato. <laughs> Classic Anthony Daniels answer, but kind of just sort of admitting, like, back in the day, they're like, uh, and Mark Hamill, I know, has talked about this quite a bit, just like, we had no idea what this was going to become, so that's always fun. Anthony Daniels, always an excellent interview, and in our final story, for you true uh, Star Wars fans, you're probably familiar with this action figure, the Boba Fett figure that came out prior to the Empire Strikes Back, uh, uh, release. Least, but even prior to the the holiday special, it was like a deal like they put out, and it's a notoriously famous figure because his rocket pack actually shot out a rocket. <laughs> Anyways, one of these, I think it's still sealed, is going to go up for auction and make franchise history by fetching the highest bid ever at auction. The 19, 1979 figure has an entry bid of about $120,000. $120,000. Did I say that right? Yeah, $120,000 at Hague Auctions. And the toy is expected to sell the highest bidder for between $200,000 and $500,000, breaking the previous $112,926 record set by a Star Wars statuette. I don't know which which one. There are less than 30 of the Boba Fett J-slot action figures. Remember that? That's what it and seem to exist in the world, and the bidding will remain. Oh, well, it's. I think it started already, and it will go till November seventh. Uh, and this was like the first time anyone had ever seen it. It was a big deal. I think it was a send away offer. I've heard so many different variations of the story, but yeah, that's very exciting. I'm keep tabs on it, and hopefully we'll be able to report if it breaks a record. But you got that. If you got those uh, imperial credits, you're gonna want to spend it on this classic action figure and this has been your hollow news james (laughs) my mic was off (laughs) so what's up next top five five top five everybody yeah top five is brought to us in part by hollow news by the way ryan johnson's trilogy still on he sent to entertainment tonight they said that he said, if it's still happening, he goes, oh, did I use the word if? Oh, yeah, I'm still talking to Lucasfilm. So, with a hip, hip, and a clippity clop. He's uh, looking for a head to swap. That's the Headless Horseman from Ichabod Crane, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, Walt Disney. Uh, it's fantastic. Guess what I'm watching later tonight? The Johnny, yeah. the Johnny Depp one. <laughs> so good. I was watching Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters the other day. Yeah. Brilliant film. <laughs> top five today's top five uh, we were going to do uh, from Patreon Jeff Wilson top uh, five possible endings because there's reportedly been eight of them shot which again yes. here's what I don't get you heard the eight thing I've heard the eight thing but then apparently 
Joshua Lucas over at the Den of Nerds, and I got to talk to him about this, I haven't yet, is saying that the lending has definitely leaked and it's putting fans in a frenzy. Fans are in a frenzy over the leak. And I'm like, but if there are eight of them, how do we know what the ending is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, there's a miscommunication somewhere, but we'll do that one day for for uh, good friend uh, Jeff, uh, Patreon subscriber. Uh, but today we're going to do top five moments from the trailer, the final Skywalker saga trailer. I'll go first. My number five is a little guy named Babu Frick. It was good to see him hear a little bit of his voice. He sounds, I was thinking kind of like, Bobby from Bobby's World is where we're going. If you if we have a conversation, uh, I want to give him a noogie. It's really cool. I kind of want to get the C three PO Black Series just to get a little Babu. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. Like it looks so cool, but he's so tiny because of yeah. the scale of the. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It would be better if he was just attached to C three PO. Yeah, that's that, true. You're just gonna lose that. Like, uh, my number five is going to be that callback to Endor that we didn't even talk about at the top of the trailer where you just see a forest and it's the sounds that, that you hear in Endor I don't know uh, we didn't talk about it and is there more into that it's, the- so <laughs> it's not Endor no of course not it's called something yeah um it's so Andrew sent me something and it said the name of it I can't remember what it was and I was like, oh, I don't want spoilers. And then I realized that it's from the brand new Star Wars Monopoly that just came out on Triple Force Friday. That Star right. Wars Monopoly came out, kind of under the radar. And it has, that's one of the planets on it. There's a few of them and you've, you've learned the, the names of them. And it's, it's not a, it's not a catchy name. If I remember, like it was, I was like, I was like, I don't even want to pretend to know what that says. Uh, so it's not under, but yes, good callback to that. That was um, it's just so great. You just you just silence and you hear the creatures of the forest and then the helmet just drops in, which uh, I don't even know what the, what is that helmet? We'll talk about it in another episode, but I'm going to be wing. It would have been better. I think not better. But it would have been cool if, if Endor had a place in this with Ewoks yeah. or something. Um my number 4 is the star destroyer coming out of the ice. Mm. You're undoing. <laughs> 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 I hope he gets thrown down a shaft. Yeah. That's how you, how do you kill the pal the the palpatine? How do you kill Emperor Palpatine Chief VP? How do you kill him? How do you you can't. Apparently. Do you burn him like a witch, like in Hansel and Gutter Witch Hunters? The only way to kill a witch is by burning. How do you kill CVP, Brock? I don't know. What's your number four? My number four is the CVP uh voiceover, because I just like like I said, I think it's a red herring, but it's definitely an important part of that trailer, you're like, oh. <laughs> uh, I think it's interesting that he possibly knows. I mean, in the ten- in the pretense of the trailer, you think he's talking about Kylo and and Ray, but he really could be talking to anybody, right? So, it could be a flashback. That could be him saying I- something in a flashback, and then it's yeah, who knows who's coming to him as an undoing. So yeah, I'm really that's really curious. Uh, my number three is your number five, Ray in the forest with the sounds and the helmet dropping. And and then when you combine that with the other trailers, not that we're supposed to for the stuff I have, but you're like, ooh, what is, what is this sequence going to be like? I cannot wait. I watched it with my niece. There's a video of her reacting. I might post it where she just goes, I just see running. And I was like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what's happening. But I, I love that, uh, that part of the trailer. Uh, my number three is going to be C-3PO's I'm watch, seeing my friends for the last time and then you get to see Babu Frick and it's just a really cool scene. I, and I Just putting it lower just because it didn't... 
it it's not as exciting as my next two. Just like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> but it's I think it's like, oh yeah, that needs to be the top of the list. It's my it's my number two because it was the oof moment. Is this is the ending moment? This is a droid that's been here from the start, who's probably irritated you a couple of times. It's ir- and this is the thing with Ripio is he's everybody finds him irritating, like viewers yeah. and and the characters within the Star Wars universe. They also find him irritating. However. Empire Strikes Back, he spends half of that movie behind Chewie, and Chewie trying hard, desperately, to put this annoying yeah. droid back together because he is, him and R2 are the heart and soul of Star Wars, and I kind of think by now J.J. Abrams has figured that out, and that's, and that's why that moment is so big because that is the heart of Star Wars saying this is our last time looking at each other. Bye. Mm, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for it to end. Uh, where are we at? Number three? Yeah, number two. Number two. And my number two is going to be the black figure that uh, Ray and Kylo Ren smash. Is it Darth Vader? I don't know. Is it some symbolic thing? It just looks cool. Side act. Side act, but never tell me the odds. Brock, does Duel of the Fates play over that scene in the movie? <laughs> oh, what? Ba, 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 ba. 100%. Let's make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down for that. Uh, my number one. Is Kylo Ren emerging from the water? But I do. But he puts his 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 lightsaber <laughs> down, like yeah. Like, but I do. But I do. <laughs> I want I want a stuffed toy like you press it goes. But I do. But I do. <laughs> Maybe that's the wedding scene. He goes, who oh. takes this? No one will take this woman to be their lawfully wedded wife. And he goes, but I do. <laughs> 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 That's no, my number one because it's awesome. I like Kylo Ren. Ba 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 up go. My number one. I've been ranting about it all episode. I love the 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 battle. The what the space. This is the visuals of spaceships in in orbit. I mean, it's very exciting. Everyone's really pumped because, like, in the shot where you see the Falcon in front of all these uh, resistance ships. We see what looks like the ghost from Rebels, so hooray! They love dropping that ship into everything. Uh, it just look—it just looks like it's massive, just the scale of everything. And oh, you know what? One of my—I forgot to say one. I do really like the visual of them on the Orbox running down yes. the Star Destroyer. I think it's—I think it's gonna be crazy. I think we're gonna see like space battles, and then also like ships battling it out. Like within the like atmosphere of a planet, like oh. <laughs> And I, I, honorable mention for me is that droid behind three PO in that scene. There's that battle droid, and it's like I can't wait when I get that on Blu-ray and JJ yeah. digitally removes the droid. That's what oh, yeah. I can't wait for. <laughs> the one I thought you were talking about were like BB-8s in that like bat. Like it looks like a cage, and then he shoot. He like zaps like another droid, and the yellow cloud comes out, and yeah. that's been seeing in past trailers <laughs> uh, less than two months to go until yep. skywalker will rise which skywalker how will the skywalker rise maybe it's it's not like a specific skywalker it's just the bloodline yep. will rise finally it will finally the destiny of the skywalkers will be seen and revealed to all and it's going to end with i'm right but my sister Kristen thought her name was amre Amray for like a year. She goes, I thought her name was Amray. I'm like, no, it's Ray. She goes, but she says I'm Ray. I'm like, no, she's saying I'm Ray. (laughs) 
So anyway, my sister loves Ray. <laughs> She's gonna be like, I'm Ray Skywalker. Skywalker. I still wanted to end Brock so badly with R2 looking up and the final yeah. iris being his eye. And then not even space through the crash, just black. And death. Yeah. Droid <laughs> death. <laughs> Droid death. Last time we're gonna hear John Williams uh score a Star Wars film. Yeah. That sucks. Yep. I mean, there are other great composers, don't get me wrong, but yeah. he's pretty awesome. I will say it was John Powell that did Solo. I thought the score for Solo is very vastly underrated. Mm-hmm. I think he did a great a great job. Uh, I mean, nobody watches the movie, so nobody knows. But it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. It was. I thought it was a good score. I thought I would argue it's better than the Rogue One score. That's what I would argue. Ah, fair. I like you know me and music. I'm like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I know me too, but when I listen, so I listen to them side by side. I like the Rogue One. I'm not saying I don't like the Rogue One one, but when yeah, I yeah. heard the solo one, I was like, ooh. But John Williams actually wrote the solo theme. Theme, yeah. So that's cheap. <laughs> All right, this has been the 139th episode of the Rebelscom Podcast. Let us know what you guys thought of the trailer down below. Patreon.com/slash/Rebelscom Podcast. Brock, you were always scum. A rebel scum. Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.